Welcome to Life Point Plus, a program dealing with marriages and family. We are so glad you're listening. Here's your host, pastor and teacher, Gary Moore. Welcome to Life Point Plus. I'm your host, Gary Moore. We are looking at Gary Chapman's book, The Four Seasons of Marriage. Strategy number five of the seven strategies to enhance the seasons of your marriage is discover the joy of helping your spouse succeed. Well, what is success? You know, if we were to ask a dozen people, we would probably get a dozen different answers. One person has said, success is making the most of who you are with what you've got. I like that definition. Every person has the potential to make a positive impact on the world. It all depends on what we do with what we have. Success is measured not by the amount of money we possess or the position we attain, but by how we use our resources and our opportunities. Position and money can be used to help others, or they can be squandered or abused. The truly successful people are those who help others succeed. And the same is true in marriage. According to Gary, a successful wife is one who expends her time and energy helping her husband reach his potential for God and for doing good in the world. Likewise, a successful husband is one who helps his wife succeed. An old adage says, You can't help a man uphill without getting closer to the top yourself. Harold Sala has said, with the possible exception of the parents who give a son guidance in the early years of his life, no single person contributes to the success of a man more than his wife. It could also be said that a husband makes the greatest contribution to his wife's success or failure. So how does one get started? Well, maybe the place to begin is with a fresh examination of the life and teachings of Jesus. Few people would deny that Jesus has had the most positive impact on human history of any man who ever lived. Yet his approach was not manipulative or self-serving. In fact, it was quite the opposite. He led by serving others. The Apostle Peter summarized the life of Jesus with this statement, He went around doing good. Perhaps Jesus' greatest act of service apart from his sacrificial death on our behalf, was when he took a basin of water and a towel and performed the lowly task of washing his disciples' feet. With that simple yet profound act of service, Jesus demonstrated humility, love, and true leadership. Husbands, are you willing to humble yourself to such a degree to serve your wife? Wives, are you willing to serve your husband in such a way? Jesus removed all doubt about his intentions when he said, Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. On another occasion, Jesus told his followers, Whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. It's a great paradox. The way up is down. True greatness is expressed through serving, not by seeking one's own agenda. This principle is true in marriage as well as in all of life. A truly great husband is one who is willing to serve his wife. 
A truly great wife is one who is willing to serve her husband. If you want to breathe new life into a fall or winter marriage, start serving your spouse. If your marriage is in spring or summer and you want to keep it there, start serving your spouse. Mowing the grass, cooking meals, cleaning the bathroom, vacuuming floors, doing the laundry, taking care of the kids while your spouse goes to the gym, washing the car, trimming the shrubs, helping with a computer problem, and cleaning out the garage are all examples of acts of service, according to Gary. He admits that it took him a long time to figure out that life's greatest meaning is found in giving, not in getting. He says that when he finally grasped this profound principle, it made a significant difference in his marriage. Garage says that for him, this attitude of service required an acute change of heart. He says that his egocentric spirit had to be released, not to his wife, but to God. One day he prayed this simple prayer. Lord, give me the attitude of Christ. I want to serve my wife as Jesus served his followers. Gary is convinced that God's answer to that prayer had a greater impact on his marriage than any prayer he has ever prayed. Once your heart is changed, it is simply a matter of learning how to express service in ways that will help your spouse reach his or her potential for good. Three things made this practical for him. By his own admission, when he was willing to ask his wife Carolyn these three questions and do what she suggested, he was on the road to helping her become successful. The three questions are, What can I do to help you? How can I make your life easier? And how can I be a better husband? His wife's response to these three questions gave him the agenda that changed their marriage forever. If you are in the winter season of marriage and are afraid that if you ask those questions, your spouse will simply say, Well, it's too late. I don't want to hear that. Gary suggests a different approach. Reflect on the complaints your spouse has made during your marriage. Those complaints reveal his or her hidden desires. You may have found them annoying at the time, but now that you have an attitude of service, they give you valuable information. Simply begin doing and saying the things your spouse has requested through the years and you may well see a softening in his or her attitude. Ultimately, it is difficult to reject a husband or wife who is sincerely trying to help you succeed. Well, what are some practical ways you could help your spouse succeed? According to Gary, the best answer to that will come from him or her. Outside of that, he says one of the most effective ways to help your spouse is to offer encouraging words. The word encourage means to inspire courage. Let's be real. All of us have areas in which we feel insecure and lack courage, and that lack of courage often hinders us from accomplishing the positive things that we would like to do. The latent potential within your spouse may await your encouraging words. Perhaps your wife needs to enroll in a course to develop her potential. Maybe your husband needs to meet some people who have succeeded in his area of interest who can give him insight on the next step to take. Your words may supply the necessary courage to take that first step. Most of us have potential that we will never develop. 
What holds us back is often a lack of courage. A loving spouse can supply that all-important catalyst. Gary says that he has to admit that sometimes this lack of support is another way of saying, my spouse will not go along with all my crazy ideas. You know, there are people who are dreamers but never attach their dreams to reality. They jump into a business venture and lose thousands of dollars, then they can't understand why their spouse is not ready to jump in the next venture with them. He says there are ways of being supportive even if your mate is an unrealistic dreamer. He's not suggesting that you blindly support your spouse in an endeavor that you think is destined for failure. However, you might say something like this, More than anything, I want to see you succeed in life. I'm encouraged that you have dreams. At the same time, I don't want to see you fail again. Therefore, I'm going to be very supportive of you in this idea, but I'm going to request that you talk with a banker or someone who could give you good information about this venture before you jump into it. I know that if you continue to try business ventures that fail, you will eventually get discouraged. I don't want that to happen. I want you to succeed. So let's get all the wisdom we can up front. Then let's jump together or let's decide not to jump at all. In such a statement, you are expressing your desire to be supportive in the most responsible manner. Often supportive actions spell the difference between success and failure. When your wife expresses a desire to join a weight loss program, don't say what one husband said. We can't afford that. Why don't you just stop eating? Such a non-supportive attitude not only sabotaged her dream, but also the marriage. Helping your spouse succeed requires time, energy, effort, and perhaps sacrifice on your part. What desires has your spouse expressed? What supportive actions would it require on your part to see those dreams become realities? Why not express your willingness to support your spouse both with encouragement and with supportive action? Few things give greater joy than seeing your spouse reach his or her potential for God and for good. Well, a third practical way to help your spouse succeed is by giving emotional support. Emotions, positive and negative, are gifts from God. How dull life would be if we were not able to feel. You know, try to imagine watching a sunset, a ball game, or the ocean and feeling no emotion. We would be something less than human if we had no feelings. We are made in the image of God, and part of what that means is that we are emotional creatures. Unlike thoughts, which ideally we can control, our emotions are not nearly as manageable. Feelings are unsolicited interior personal reactions to what goes on around us or to what has happened to us in the past. Feelings are as common as breathing, yet many people talk about feelings as enemies. Some people will say such things as, My emotions are about to destroy me. Well, our time is gone for today. I invite you to join me on Monday mornings at 10 a.m. on my Mutual Understanding Method Facebook page for some live teaching on relationships. If you're not a Facebook user or if the time is inconvenient, you can go to my website, mutualunderstanding.net, 
and click on the Mum Live tab to view the recorded teachings. Be safe and have a great weekend. God bless. Thank you for listening today. This program is brought to you by Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like to reach Pastor Gary, please email him at pastorgary at cloverdalechurch.org. To know more about the church, go to our website at www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thanks for listening and be blessed.